the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Jen, thanks for making it easy. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to find a winner for the uh, recipient of this very prestigious award that we uh, hand out here every Friday. Not because there aren't enough good candidates, but because there are way too many. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, but this week it was made easy by one of the most nauseating swamp creatures in Washington, D.C. She's arrogant, condescending, unbelievably annoying, and she appears on national TV more than the President of the United States because she has the job of trying to explain his gibberish. And it's exchanges like this that got Jen Psaki the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. Why is the administration flying thousands of migrants from the border to Florida and New York in the middle of the night? Uh, well, I'm not sure that it's in the middle of the night, but let me tell you what's happening here. Um, it is our... 4.29 a.m. Well, Very he, early in the morning. Here we are talking gone. about early flights, earlier than you might like to take a flight. Um, it is our legal responsibility to safely care for unaccompanied children until they swiftly can be swiftly unified with a parent or a vetted sponsor. And that's something we take seriously. We have a moral, a right obligation to, uh, com- to do that and deliver on that. As a part of the unification process, our Office of Refugee Resettlement facilitates travel for children in its custody to their families or sponsors across the com- country. So in recent weeks, uh, unaccompanied children pass through the Westchester Airport, which I think is what you're referring to, en route to their final destination to be unified with their parents or vetted sponsor. It's no surprise uh, that kids can be seen traveling through states, uh, not just New York. It's something that we're also working to unite children with their family members or vetted sponsors in other parts of the country as well. Details. Do you still believe that Build Back Better will not add a dime to the national debt? Correct, it won't. Why would he, why, why should Americans believe that? Because it won't. Go well, ahead. What if taxes that he says he wants to you know, get more taxes in? What if it doesn't happen? What if the economy goes sour? Lots of things can happen. Mm-hmm. What are you, you're going to tell from up there future generations? Not even born yet. They're not on the hook for this. Is that right? That's right. And hopefully you'll report accurate information yourself. Go ahead. Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. um, Actions that the president has taken. It it was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that that the supply chains across the world had been disrupted. Even as as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people, it was it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time. Not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is the tragedy it- of the short the treadmill that's delayed? Right, the treadmill. What a creep! And you really have to see her to appreciate uh, what a creep she actually is. But hearing her should be enough to convince you that she deserves to be the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Now let's look into this. Just that one comment she made about the treadmill, making a joke like only rich people who don't really need a treadmill would be waiting for a treadmill. Um, and, it, and it just shows how out of touch she is. First of all, the, one of the biggest problems in the country is people being overweight. So having a treadmill, uh, you know, it might be if, the, if, the, if her boss really wanted to do some good for the country and wanted to abuse the Constitution the way they do with everything else with the federal government, maybe they should get treadmills for everybody uh, and send everybody a treadmill and, you know, require them to walk on the treadmill five miles a day. That would make more sense than her just dismissing it the way she did. And, of course, when she says that, 
uh, it doesn't. It, 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 she's obviously unaware or unwilling to acknowledge the fact that the treadmill. Somebody had to build the treadmill. Somebody had to buy the treadmill. Somebody had to ship the treadmill. Somebody had to earn money driving the truck that brings the treadmill to somebody's house. It's all called the economy. And this creep is, I mean, I don't know how, I, I don't know how anybody sits in that media room and looks at her every day without throwing up. But, you know, that's, uh, it comes with the territory if you cover that beat. But um, she's the winner of the Jerk of the Week Award and well-deserved, well-deserved. Now, meanwhile, uh, last night, the, her boss, Joe Biden, was on CNN. It was a, it's called a town hall, but what it should be called is the CNN slobber fest. It's softball questions uh, and just Joe. Uh, this is another uh, sometimes, I you know, it's frustrating to be on radio and not have the pictures to go with this, but. Uh, if you've not seen the video of this, uh, Joe is standing there at one point with his with his arms straight out and both fists clenched, just standing there as he's being asked the question. It looks like he's like zoning out or something. The guy is uh, well, you know, I don't have to tell you. Yep, you've been watching him now for nine months. He's he's. Uh, He's speaking gibberish. But anyway, here is uh, a little taste, a pretty good size taste, actually, of uh, what happened in this um, town hall last night. About that, with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was just near-term inflation. The Wall Street Journal recently talked to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way – or deep into 2022. Do you think it's going to last for a while? I, I don't think so. I don't think it will last if, depending what we do, if we stay exactly where we are, yes. If we don't make these investments, yes. What about gas prices? Because gas, pr- gas prices relate to a foreign policy initiative that is about something that goes beyond the cost of gas. And we're about 330 gallon most places that now when it's up from was down in the single digits. I mean, single a dollar plus. And uh, and that's because of the supply being withheld by OPEC. And so there's a lot of negotiation that is there. There's a lot of Middle Eastern folks want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I'm going to talk to them. But the point is, it's about gas production. There's things we can do in the meantime, though. Do you think there's a do you see do you have a timeline for gas prices of when you think they may start coming down? My guess is you'll start to see gas prices come down as we get by and going into the winter. I mean, excuse me, into next year in 2022. I don't see anything that's going to happen in the meantime that's going to significantly reduce gas prices. But, for example, for natural gas to heat your homes as winter is coming, there's a lot of what people don't realize. We put in billions of dollars in what they call LIHEAP. LIHEAP is the provision whereby you're able to get funding from the federal government based upon your need to heat your home and is subsidized in a significant way. And there's billions of dollars we have passed in the legislation I got passed in in March of this year because we anticipated that would be a problem as well. But the answer ultimately is, ultimately meaning the next three or four years, is investing in renewable energy. What I was able to do... No, I, by the way, I really... I'm not I'm not being uh, I mean, I'm being literal when I say this. What was able to do when I ran and you remember, Anderson, because I was on your show a couple of times and the issue was whether or not I could ever get the labor union to support my environmental programs. Mm -hmm. And I went out and I went to the IBW as well to the auto workers and I laid out my plan. They fully embraced it. Why? Because now and I spent time. General Motors and other companies, and I got General Motors. I didn't get them. General Motors decided after a long uh, time spent talking to me, they they were suing California because they had a higher standard, mileage standard. Right. They dropped the suit and agreed that they would be 50 percent electric vehicles by 2030. Yeah. By 2030, and now you have all three. 
all three major manufacturers saying the same thing. So what will have what will happen is you're going to see a dramatic drop, a dramatic drop in what's going to happen in terms of gas prices as we go into the next two or three years, even if we're not able to break the monopoly price, they're keeping it up because anyway. So there's there there there. But I, I don't I must tell you, I don't have a near term answer. There's two things I could do. I could go in the petroleum reserve and take out and probably reduce, re- re- reduce the price of gas, maybe 18 cents or so a gallon. It's still going to be above three bucks. Mm. And one of the things that I refused to have happen because I didn't want anybody. I made a commitment. If you pass the stuff I'm talking about, not not one single penny in tax would go against anybody making less than 400 grand. And so if you notice, this is these highway bills are not paid for by gas tax. They're paid for by direct expenditures in other areas. Mm. So the average person doesn't have to pay more. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. There's me, a possibility to be able to bring it down. Depends on a little bit on Saudi Arabia and a few other things that are in the offing. Yeah, depends on Saudi Arabia and a few other things. Uh, he didn't mention there that we were uh, energy independent until about 15 minutes after he was inaugurated. And, uh, and all those things he said about what he's going to do to fix it. Make the car companies uh, promise to have half their fleet, uh, half the cars that they make be electric cars by 2030. That's only, that's eight years from now. You know, we're almost to 2022 here. That's eight years from now that they're going to be producing, uh, half of their cars are going to be electric. Um, and he's talking about subsidizing this and subsidizing that. And he's saying there's some of the things I can do. I can do this. I can do that. Here's what you can do, Joe. Get out of the way. Everything was fine until you showed up. Uh, you know, the gas prices were good. Uh, the the uh, the natural gas prices were great. We were we were um, becoming an energy exporter. We weren't depending on the idiots in the Middle East for anything. And now he's up there on CNN saying that we uh, it depends on Saudi Arabia. Does anybody catch on to that that we weren't depending on them until about half an hour after he was inaugurated? What's what's up with this? So meanwhile, uh, he was on this thing last night. There was no, there were no questions about Afghanistan. Ninety minutes, not one question about Afghanistan. This is a town hall, and they had uh, twelve participants. You know, twelve people, I guess, asked questions. I didn't watch one second of this. There's no chance on this earth of me watching it. If I were in solitary confinement, and they asked me, they said. You know, I've been in solitary confinement for a month, and they said, listen, we can let you come out and just get a little fresh air and watch Joe Biden's town hall. I'd say, keep me in there. Just never mind. I can I can do another uh, 90 minutes. I, I don't need it. But anyway, seven Democrats, three independents, and two Republicans. Not one question in 90 minutes about Afghanistan. That's kind of a big deal. And now they're actually admitting that there are more people, more Americans still trapped over there. They're, they're, they're gradually increasing the number and, and get gradually getting around to actually admitting how bad, badly they screwed up. There was nothing on the FBI investigating parents who misbehave at school board meetings. Nothing. No question about that, whether he agrees with it. See, here's, let me tell you something. If I'm, if I'm producing or if I'm participating in one of these slobber fests, it wouldn't be a slobber fest if I was asking Joe Biden questions, Somewhere in that 90 minutes, I would have to. I, every, the, every single Democrat has to be asked, can a man get pregnant? Every single one. Every single time they, they appear uh, in front of a camera or, uh, or on the radio or when they're being interviewed by a writer, they should be asked that to be put on the record. Just check in here, Joe. I know you've been on the planet for 78 or 79 years, whatever it is. I got to ask you a question because this is out there. Simple question, yes or no answer. Can men get pregnant? Because if he says, if, if someone answers that question, yes, nothing they say after that matters. They're idiots. They're nothing they should be, they, nothing they say should be taken seriously. So start asking them, my friends in the media, when you, when you get these people, just, just, it's a simple question. Can men get pregnant? That's 
You know, that would have been a nice question last night. There was nothing on Hunter Biden in 90 minutes. Nothing. Now, let me just ask you a quick question here. If Donald Trump were doing a, a town hall, it wouldn't be a slobber fest. If, if he were doing a town hall with, with Anderson Cooper on CNN, and his son was in the news the way Hunter Biden has been in the news, not so much lately because the media have been ignoring it, but if if if... if, if Donald Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., had the history that Hunter Biden has, and there were questions about him, and and still, you know, the art the art uh, fiasco was just recently, a few weeks ago, so that's still pretty much in the news. Do you think he might have been asked about it by Anderson Cooper a couple of times? Maybe one question. Hey, what about Hunter, uh, President Biden? So, meanwhile, this uh, this slobber fest. The ratings on CNN, this is the president of the United States who got more votes than any president in the history of the country. Supposedly, supposedly got 81 million votes and everybody loves him. They don't, obviously, but that's, you know, that's what we're told, that, you know, that he was so popular. CNN, this town hall was beaten by both Fox and MSNBC. CNN got 1.2 million viewers for that thing last night. MSNBC got 1.4 and Fox, at the same time uh, that that was on, 2.8 million. In the uh, most important demographic for advertisers, which is 25 to 54, which I think is dumb, by the way, but that's another story. But the the the, the uh, numbers for the, that demographic, 25 to 54, 223,000 for CNN, 378,000 for Fox. So he's on... CNN with a town hall. He's the president of the United States. Quite a bit going on right now uh, that people you would think would be really interested in hearing from the president of the United States. And they got he got destroyed in the ratings by Fox. Destroyed in the ratings. So that's the story. Uh, the uh, the president, the big guy, gets through the slobber fest. CNN. There, it's impossible to embarrass CNN with their. Uh, just their slobbering over the president of the United States and their unwillingness to hold him to the, his feet to the fire. So uh, they got through it, and um, and right now, by the way, uh, the White House are uh, having to the, the the officials there are having to clarify multiple comments that he made last night, and I'll tell you about those when uh, we come back. Stick around. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue. Nala's got some skin issues. He gets really going and scratching. Excessive shedding, a lot of just scratching and itching. Ziggy, scratching and itching and biting. But on top of that, he was starting to get black buildup in his ears. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times that I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. We started Dynavite, and in our first box, we noticed a difference, especially with the shedding. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. We've got four dogs, all different ages, all different sizes, and they've all just responded really well to the Dynavite, and they all love it. We will be using Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. We order our Dynavite from Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com.
Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking taking lens s and call your doctor right away other side effects include gas stomach area pain and swelling there could be more to your story with ibsc talk to a doctor today say yes to lens s learn more at lenses.com or call 1-800-l-i-n-z-e-s-s sponsored by abby and ironwood pharmaceuticals hey i'm andy if you don't know me it's probably because i'm not famous but i did start a men's grooming company called harry's the idea for harry's came out of a frustrating experience i had buying razor blades most brands were overpriced over-designed, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Uh, just finishing up with the slobber fest last night, um... Anderson Cooper being one of those people who think that the federal government should be involved in everything and the president should be like a king, he asked uh, the big guy last night if he was going to uh, think, was he thinking about bringing in the National Guard to uh, fix the supply chain problems and get the, the country moving again? Uh, and uh, the, uh, the the president said that he, uh, he would. Um, but now the problem is the White House told Fox News today, quote, requesting the use of the National Guard at the state level is under the purview of governors. Imagine that. Who didn't know that, by the way? And we are not actively pursuing the use of the National Guard on a federal level. But when he was asked about it last night, uh, he said, I had a timetable for, first of all, I want to get the ports up and running. Uh, and he said uh, he, he has other companies, Walmart and other companies like UPS and FedEx, they've, they've agreed to run 24-7 operations to help uh, clear up the congestion. Uh, but the problem is, you know, he's not allowed to get the – the law doesn't allow him to call out the National Guard for this. Then uh, he was asked by one, somebody in the audience about China testing that hypersonic missile – and asked him whether he would, uh, the United States would defend Taiwan and if they were attacked. And he said, I just want to make China understand that we're not going to step back. We are not going to change any of our views. And then uh, Cooper chimed in. He said, uh, he asked whether the U.S. would defend Taiwan from a Chinese attack. And Biden said, yes, we have a commitment to do that. But then this morning, a Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson said, no one should underestimate the strong resolve, determination, and capability of the Chinese people to safeguard national sovereignty and territorial integrity. Uh, and uh, then the White House said, well, we're still going by the same... Uh, oh, and then this guy said, the, the, the spokesperson for China said, China has no room for compromise. Uh, but a White House spokesperson on Friday told Fox News that the president was not announcing any change in policy. There is no change in our policy. The U.S. defense relationship with uh, Taiwan is guided by the Taiwan Relations Act. So uh, they had to walk – just imagine what those people are thinking when they see this guy up there doing a, uh, doing a, a town hall. What's gonna, what, what might come out of his mouth next? And he is, as ridiculous as it may be, he is the President of the United States, and things that he says, things that come out of his mouth uh, could uh, cause 
lots of people to die. I mean, this, you know, he's the president. And they are terrified every time he opens his mouth. Who wouldn't be? I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments in a case involving the Texas law that bans most abortions. Moving at an unusually fast pace, the justices have scheduled arguments for November 1st. They will decide whether the federal government has the right to sue over the Texas law. Answering that question will help determine whether the law should be blocked while legal challenges continue. In the meantime, the high court is leaving the pro-life law in place. The Biden administration is seeking to block it, which bans abortions once a heartbeat is detected. Greg Clugston, the White House. The boss of a Haitian gang accused of kidnapping 17 members of a U.S.-based missionary group last weekend is warning the hostages will be killed if his demands aren't met. The gang is demanding $1 million for each of those kidnapped. Stocks are mixed. The Dow had 108 points. The Nasdaq is down 120. This is SRN News. Spend a third of your life in bed. That's why we make the most comfortable sheets in the very best way. I'm Scott Tannen. Eight years ago, my wife Missy and I founded Bowling Branch to create the new standard in bedding. We source pure organic cotton and put workers' rights first. Today, Bowling Branch makes the highest quality sheets in the entire industry. You'll feel the difference of our famous signature sheets. They're made from pure organic cotton and get softer with every single wash. Now's the perfect time to try Bowling Branch sheets, pillows, bath towels, and so much more. Each is made with super soft organic cotton by workers who are paid fairly and have come to feel like family. It's time to make the better choice and get the new standard in bedding. Visit BowlingBranch.com today for free shipping and returns. Experience a new standard of comfort at BowlingBranch.com and take 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code GOLD. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code GOLD. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains some pop culture. Let's go, Brandon. Is this generation's Yankee Doodle Dandy, right? Yankee Doodle Dandy was written to Mocking George. And this is the perfect example of mocking all the censorship, all of the craziness in America. It's how we point out that the emperor isn't just naked, he's also senile. That's what Let's Go Brandon means. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Qualifying for Medicaid is complicated, and the timing of your application is critical. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. The biggest mistake? Not consulting with a qualified legal professional before you apply. There's a lot at stake, especially for those with a spouse staying at home. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we can help you navigate the Medicaid rules so you can properly protect some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy and Hagerman at a-h.law. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed. It's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Parkway West hanging on to a heavy delay on the inbound side, Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Up to a half hour back up there. Outbound Parkway East, that's busy Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And inbound around a five-minute delay, Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound 28 looking stacked up from Fox Chapel Road to the Highland Park Bridge. Construction in Plum, Ross Hollow Road shut down through Monday morning between Harris Road and Rustic Ridge Drive. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a shower in spots. Expect a low tonight of 43. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a brief shower or two. Tomorrow's high, 54. Tomorrow night, we'll see rather cloudy skies at a low of 44. Sunday, mostly cloudy with occasional rain in the afternoon. A high Sunday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there are good things about being a major professional sports team in Washington, D.C. Politicians end up being fans, and uh, maybe every once in a while, one of them does you a favor, if you know what I mean. But you're also operating under the uh, noses of a lot of government busybodies who might cause problems for you. That might be what's happening with the Washington football team and the investigation to what's been called uh, a toxic work environment there. Congress is starting to sniff around. Liz Clark is covering this story for the Washington Post. She joins us now. Liz, thanks for coming on the show. Delighted. I appreciate you having me. So what um, what piqued the interest of the two congresswomen in this story uh, about the uh, Washington football team? Yes. Um, so it, it seems to be the the leaking over the past couple of days of a series of emails that uh, portray the NFL, several key players in the NFL, um, as well as its general counsel in an, in a very unflattering light. Um, and specifically the Congress women, or I'm sorry, it's a Congress woman and a, and a congressman who oh, okay, are sorry. very, uh, concerned about not, well, they're certainly concerned about what did or didn't happen with the Washington football team, but their yeah. focus here is on the NFL's handling of the investigation. And, you know, okay. was the NFL sufficiently vigorous? Was it impartial? They just want to peel back the onions because, of course, the NFL has never released what the findings were. It's, it, there's so yeah. much mystery. Well, what is it that they want, though, do you suppose? I mean, what, what's, what's their end game uh, in getting involved in this? Uh, suppose, sure. Uh, I mean, depending sure. on what they find. Yes. Well, let me, let me sort of set the stage. So um, the letter comes primarily from Carolyn Maloney, who is chairman of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform. It's a big mm-hmm. mouthful. But this is no joke. I mean, this committee is the major investigative arm of the U.S. House of Representatives. And it has broad latitude to investigate just about anything where they feel taxpayers' money is misused. That's not this case. Um, but, you know, workplace issues of the general public. Most notably, this is the committee that subpoenaed and, and brought forth it to hearings, and subpoena is probably not the right word there, but called hearings in 2008 that brought Major League Baseball's commissioner, all the stars in for hearings on steroid use in Major League Baseball. So this, this is a letter requesting information, which I'll, I'll answer your question about what it is they're looking for, but this is a first step and they, it could be followed by hearings in which they call in, you know, Commissioner Goodell if, if they have further questions. Um, and I think they do have subpoena power if they don't get the information they want. So it's more than just two, of 425 whatever you you know US representatives expressing discontent it's it's the chairman of the major investigative arm with a lot of muscle when and if they want to deploy it so what what they are seeking um or what the chairman is seeking by November 4th which is is not uh, far off is basically every shred of information that was uncovered in the nearly year-long investigation of sexual harassment, hostile workplace in the Washington football team. So they want all the documents, all the communications, um, as well as all the notes um, of, of any oral reports. They basically want to know everything that the NFL uncovered. Then they want to know who in the NFL was in charge with charge of supervising this investigation so that they can make a determination on whether was this a legitimate, thorough, vigorous investigation or, you know, is there a lot of dirt that's being swept under the rug by the NFL? 
Yeah, that, that all makes sense. Except when I read the story, what what uh, the first one of the first things that came to my mind was what makes uh, a pro football team any different from any other company? Uh, you could find thousands of uh, pretty good sized companies out there where you would find people within those companies who have major issues with. Uh, the way they're treated, uh, w- women especially with sexual harassment. Everybody knows it's out there. What? Why should the Redskins be picked on here? And is it because they just happen to be in Washington and that happens to be the same place where Congress is? You know, you know that's a very, very good, good question. I think I'm following your logic completely because it isn't a taxpayer payer funded organization. Right, right. For example, this investigative body has held hearings on the US Postal Service and you know what's right. happened to the service. So that's kind of a more straight line connection, right? Um, right. but so it, it and I, I'll try to summarize the letter correctly, but but what is explained in the in the letter is that they that they feel in the in the chairman's view that the NFL is an incredibly prominent institution in America and it's got a huge platform and that mm-hmm. its decisions about how it runs its business can have national implications and you know it how it either pursues or covers up uh issues of sexual harassment in the workplace, um, bigotry, racism, you know, the whole gamut, that this can set a troubling precedent for other workplaces. So people will have different opinions, I'm sure, on whether that's an overreach or that's Mm -hmm. part of their purview. But basically they're just saying, you know, the NFL is a big deal, and people look to that, the whole country looks to that, and and it, it casts a long shadow um, in other words, yeah, that's a big. Yeah, the NFL is a pretty big deal. Uh, I, I started thinking though about um, you know CBS. I guess is a pretty big deal and has a pretty good platform. Um, and there and there were you know charges of uh, sexual harassment there. Mm. Did Congress get involved in that? I'm I'm asking because I don't know. But it did were there mm-hmm. any government? Uh, inquiries into any of that stuff that we you know we saw all that stuff going on at with the Matt Lauer and uh, and uh, right and CBS. You know, I'm going to have to plead ignorance because I don't I don't know about yeah. about that. So I mean, and I imagine that might have been focused. Well, I don't know, so I can't yeah. answer that. But I, I I see the point of the analogy. I mean, again, here the, this committee is not looking into what happened. Uh, at this particular NFL team that's in the Washington market. It's looking at the league's handling. It's, it's, you know, did it do a thorough job or just some basic information? Who and how and how vigorously did the league supervise this? And, you know, kind of why have you said so little? So there's tons of unanswered questions about will the committee, full committee, Ask more. Well, let me back it up. What part of the request for information will the NFL comply with? You know, what? How many of the questions will they answer? Is that going to satisfy and 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 end it there, or will the committee feel they need to hold a hearing? Will they, you know, yeah. employ some muscle to get more information? So all of those we'll have to wait and see. We're talking to Liz Clark. She's a Washington Post sports reporter, and, uh, and she's uh, reporting on the, uh, the NFL and the Washington football team being possibly investigated by Congress uh, over their, their investigation into their own problems. Um, what might they do with the information once they get it? I guess that would be in my next question. Um, hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they broken, would they be looking for laws that were broken or just trying to expose the evil of the uh of what what appears to be a pretty nasty organization well again their their focus is on the nfl's handling of what mm. may or may not have okay. happened with the team not the team itself um you know yeah, but, I, the, but excuse me Liz, for, but uh, what, yeah, i guess yeah. what i mean is what what will they uh, it's it's still the it's still all about the the washington football team and it's about the you know the league's investigation of that what what might they do with the information you know what? Will they, what can they do to the league? What? what yeah. What might so, the league so have done? I, well, 
I don't know, but I think yeah. if we look to the steroid investigation that the mm-hmm. same committee conducted, it uh, again, I think that was primarily 2008, but it spanned several years. That was after the Mitchell yeah. investigation into steroid use. But you had, you know, Bud Selig, Jose Canseco, you know, all mm-hmm. sorts of people in there they're uh, testifying before the hearing, you know, a, a, a big power, I think, of Congress and a committee like this is to bring public pressure that would change behavior. You know, in the okay. case of steroids, they wanted to bring pressure on Major League Baseball to toughen its policies as it related to steroid use. Right. You know, they thought it was a little too casual about it. So through all of this public testimony... Um, again, it's not like they wanted to send anybody to jail. They wanted right. to, to shine a light and, and pressure an organization to do better or to do differently in their view. And so that I assume, you know, that this is a fact-finding thing. It will get lots of publicity, lots of scrutiny, I'm sure, mm-hmm. if, if hearings are held. And, and people will get their answers about you know, was the NFL an honest and fair broker? Did they do a legitimate investigation of, you know, issues in theory of, of national import, the issue of workplace sexual harassment, or did they just do a cursory look that was really just, you know, in-house, you know, too chummy for words uh, and it it didn't really count. And if so, they, they'd want to say, you guys need to clean up your house. I, I, I don't, know that there is a legal end game. Not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I get from your story that the NFL doesn't seem to be all that excited about giving uh, giving up the information. That they, they, <laughs> well, you know, the NFL, I, so for your listeners who haven't read the story, you know, one of yeah. the questions I asked the league, um, you know, after I confirmed that they received this letter, and at the bottom of the letter was the list of three fat, you know, fat paragraphs or or points of documents that they, the committee wanted by November 4th, I simply asked, you know, do you plan to turn over the documents? And the league's answer was, we look forward to being in touch with the chairman, Mm -hmm. period, you know. So they would, to paraphrase that, the NFL is a private organization. Um, Congress is not, you know, and I'm sure the subtext to me or to, to readers would be, we will deal with this privately. You know, we will, we will work with the committee to see what we can share, what we can't share. Um, you know, the, the whopper request, we want all documents and communications obtained in connection with the investigation into this team. Um, I'm pretty sure the NFL would say, you know, we never obtained any documents. We never obtained any communications because ultimately we asked the lawyer who conducted the investigation to give us an oral report. We never asked for a written report. So that probably will be the first thing they say. That Um, sounds a little Weasley. Well, you know, again, I I don't have a dog in this fight. I, I don't mean to cast, cast aspersions. It's a big right. deal business, and they, they yeah. you know, have been quite guarded in this information. Well, the owner, Daniel Snyder, he settled, according to your story, and, again, we're talking to uh, Liz Clark. She's a sports reporter for the Washington Post. Um, uh, Dan Snyder settled with uh, one former employee for $1.6 million. I thought it was interesting that he said that, her, I'm assuming it was a she, uh, that her lawsuit was um, meritless uh, and he only uh, coughed up the cash because his his insurance people told him he should. Uh, That doesn't tell me that Dan Snyder uh, thinks that uh, the problem with his team is as big as everybody else seems to think it is. Uh, Is he he in denial on this? Well, you know... to to stick to what he has said, so there's sort of two the the incident you just referenced is the most powerful or the most potential you know, the most significant that relates to Dan Snyder's personal behavior. A lot of what we reported on what Beth Wilkinson investigated on the league's behalf was about a culture of widespread sexual harassment in the workplace. So regarding the latter, the, the, the uh, couple dozen women who 
came forward with tales of sexual harassment, the, the culture that went on for years there. To all that, Dan Snyder has said, um, you know, I was not aware. I've gotten rid of the bad people. I've brought, I'm paraphrasing, I've brought in new people. My failing here as an owner was being too hands off and I'm going to be more hands-on going forward. So that is what he said about that. And then regarding this one claim, and it was by a female former employee, um, who it was never a lawsuit, but it was an allegation of um, sexual misconduct for an alleged incident that took place on a plane, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that she, you know, said Snyder committed, um, that dispute or, or that, uh, you know, workplace dispute was resolved, as you said, by an insurance company settlement of $1.6 million. And we had reported this maybe a year ago, but the existence of that settlement and the different versions of what did or didn't happen on that plane became part of the investigation. And to that, Snyder has said, you know, it was meritless. And the only reason we settled is because the insurance company advised, which, you know, I, I, I don't know that that's true or not true. I mean, that, so you're asking me what he said. That's been his response to that. And then the bigger thing, that he will be a hands-on owner and he has brought in a new team of people that are going to write the ship. Hey, Liz, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you um, you giving me the uh, the time here and uh, – uh, this is an ongoing story, so we we have your phone number now. So we're you know you we you you might be hearing from us again. I, I appreciate <laughs> I'm, you coming on, though. I'm delighted. Thank you for thinking of the Washington Post. Okay, that's Liz Clark of the Washington Post, and we'll be right back. Do you smoke? And you want to quit smoking. Do you know someone who smokes who wants to quit smoking? Well, if so, it's time to call MyNicotineTest.com. We've been telling it, uh, telling you about this now for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it's a, a science-based approach that has a quit rate of 70%. It's done with urine strips, urine test strips, uh, to monitor your progress. Uh, it's individualized to your personal chemistry with your smartphone, and it guarantees the highest success, as I said, 70%, which is huge. Um, MyNicotineTest.com, you can stop without the cravings, without cold turkey withdrawals that keep you smoking. And if you have any questions, call MyNicotineTest at 1-800-45-SMOKE, 1-800-45-SMOKE. Leave a message if all tobacco counselors are busy. And uh, for a limited time, you can uh, get a free coaching session with your nicotine test purchase. Check it out. And the cost, by the way, for three nicotine tests is about the same as a carton of cigarettes. Check it out. MyNicotineTest.com. We love our cellular shades from Blinds.com. They're beautiful and make our entire house feel more like home. Thousands of customers update their home every month with Blinds.com. Whether you just moved to a new place or just want to give your home a little love this fall, go to Blinds.com for brand new window treatments and make your house feel more like home. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your whole house with the latest styles, premium materials, and even motorization with no hidden fees or misleading quotes. Not sure where to start? Get advice from a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. Whether you want to do it yourself or have them handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Go to Blinds.com now to shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Pay over time with PayPal credit at Blinds.com. PayPal credit is subject to credit approval. Visit Blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. 
Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Uh, just following up on what we were uh, discussing with Liz Clark of the uh, Washington Post, John Gruden, uh, he's finally said something publicly about this, uh, other than his apology that he put out when, it, when he resigned, or got, I guess he it's officially resigned, not fired. Um, HBO apparently is doing a, a story. Uh, they talked to uh, Mark Davis, and uh, this producer, Maggie Burbank, called Gruden and uh, says he picked up the phone, much to, uh, to her surprise. He's still in Vegas. He said he's letting the dust settle, and he said, quote, People who know me know what I stand for for 58 years. I have a resume of 58 years. He said, the truth will come out. So um, we'll see about that. But, I mean, there's 650,000 emails tied to this investigation. Gruden, who was not tied to the investigation in any way whatsoever, he was not involved in whatever the toxic work conditions were at the then known as the Washington Redskins. Uh, he wasn't involved in that, but only his emails have come out. Nothing else. And the uh, the NFL, as you heard uh, Liz say, they're not exactly killing themselves to try to get the information out or to release the information that now the, the, uh, the people in Congress want. Um, and, and I don't know that it's something that I have a, a, a question, some questions about whether or not this is something that Congress should be messing around with. I, I spoke to Liz about it. I mean, if this were a TV station in Washington, or it, uh, it, it you know, or, or if this if, if this were the Pittsburgh Steelers where this was happening, or the Philadelphia Eagles, would would there be Congress people? Uh, sniffing around to find out what's going on? I don't think so. It's because it's in Washington and they get some headlines from it. We'll see We'll see how it all turns out. But uh, it's a pretty ugly situation. And uh, we had a good week. I'm glad you were here. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to Darren. Thanks to you. And I'll talk to you on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.